Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on the fan. It is a final, the game, the series, the road trip, and the regular season, and the results are not good for now, at least. Welcome, everybody. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, Tim Allen. Sam Schmitz on this uh, final game of the regular season, 60 games now in the books, and we sit and we wait. Brewers end up their regular season at 29-31 and 31 with a 5-2 loss. Did get the tying run to the plate in the form of uh, Avisail Garcia, but he bounced out to end the uh, two-on-one-in, two-out threat there in the ninth inning. So the Brewers fall in this one, and we sit back and wait. And, uh, Sam, you're going to keep us updated on uh, what's going on in San Francisco, correct? For sure. Yeah. So San Francisco was down, um, I think, at the, the worst point was, what, 5-1? to one? Yeah, it was 5-1. to one. Uh, San Diego Padres were leading, and now it's 5-4 in that bottom of the eighth inning. Just get to the ninth and give us a three-out hope for the playoffs as the Brewers try to back into the playoffs uh, here in the 2020 season. And uh, in this one, uh, some bad luck here in, in this ball game. Still, again, uh, same old song and dance with the offense, but I will say this, some bad luck hit with Brett Anderson in that third inning as uh, he that blister popped up on him. And guys, you know, who was thinking about that? You're thinking about getting outs and staying in this thing and giving your offense – a chance to uh, get on the board and get a few runs, get to Devin Williams. I think that was the hope here. I would say a questionable call from Craig Council and one of the turning points in this game. Uh, There were a a few of them. A bright spot, however, the Brewers do uh, haul off and and put up a triple play in this game, the first one that they have done since uh, 2016. In fact, in 2016, they had two triple plays. Uh, but nonetheless, they get one here in the bottom of that eighth inning. We'll have that highlight for you coming up in just a bit. But uh, now we sit back and wait. And reminiscent a little bit of the 2008 season 
when you had to just sit back and await the final of the Marlins and Mets game. Now we just await the final of the Padres and San Francisco Giants final. And again, uh, just let me know when we get to that ninth inning. I will feel a little bit better. We are currently Once. heading to the ninth inning. Okay. And it's and it's still 5-4 Padres, right? Oh, apologies. My box score is 5-4, uh, bottom of the eighth, two outs. One out to go until yep. we get to the ninth. There are two outs there in that bottom of the eighth inning, and I believe there's a runner aboard as well. <laughs> These Giants just won't go away under under Gabe Kapler, and, and everyone's – you know, these guys fighting for that eight spot. The Brewers obviously fighting for the eight, or possibly they had a chance at the seven seed as uh, the playoffs uh, have just a little uh, different alignment here. We'll get to our game recap here. If you want to sit uh, and hang out with me here, Baby Shade and Blind post game show, 414 799 1250. I'm wondering if, if that indeed is the case and the Brewers do back into the playoffs. I, I You know, back into the playoffs, I think, is too much of a negative connotation. I do. I I just think that you get in, you get in, especially this year, especially this year. I think you take that off the table that you don't feel right getting into the playoffs in this fashion where, you you know, you lose a game, you lose the series here against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Everything was in front of you. You just win a game and you're in, you can't win. And, and then you get some help uh, around the league and then you get in. Well, it wasn't supposed to happen. I don't see it that way, especially this year. A crazy season, guys, it is. If the uh, Padres hang on to uh, win that game in San Francisco, uh, the Brewers will then head to L.A. on Wednesday. All right, the eighth inning is over now. We move to the ninth inning. Padres up 5-4. Those of you that aren't really following this uh, playoff chase and pennant race as close as as us, uh, you need the Padres to win that game. They're on the road in San Francisco. They're up by one in the top of the ninth inning. So Padres could get some insurance for the Milwaukee Brewers. And then you head to the bottom of the ninth inning, and wouldn't that be something uh, if the Brewers get in this way? And who cares? Just get in. All right, let's get into our game recap as the Brewers fall in this one, the fifth and final game of this five-game set. And we go back to the first inning when Brett Anderson – uh, started the ball game against uh, Gomber, and uh, Brewers just get a one-out base hit by Christian Yelich. A little bit of a turning point in the Ryan Braun at bat. Third batter in, one-on-one out, and Brawny just fighting and fighting and fouling and fighting, and he hits into a double play. That's not the turning point, but uh, and I'm not blaming Braun there. It was a nice at bat. Just didn't work out well. Uh, Anderson, scoreless in the bottom half, did give up a two-out base hit to Goldschmidt. Pitch count was down. Cardinals, uh, at that point, they were pretty aggressive, and, and that's that was a little bit of a gamble for the St. Louis Cardinals in this game. Uh, you get aggressive, and, and you hit the old atom balls or the ground balls, um, and you keep that pitch count down, which they did for Brett Anderson in that first inning. Brewers leave a base runner in the second inning. Vogelbach was hit by a pitch in that second inning, uh, but no score to the bottom half. Anderson, 1-2-3 against the Cards in the bottom of the second. A base hit, no runs through the two innings for Brett Anderson. However, some hard contact in there. And I, again, I, I, I talked about, you know, that's the gamble you take when you try and ambush a guy that, uh, you know, you don't come out successful 
you're going to extend his outing. So it looked as if Anderson was headed toward a deep outing. Well, after the Brewers go one, two, three in the third inning, no score to the bottom of that third. Well, that's when trouble hits. A leadoff tripper, triple by Harrison Bader. He's up 0-2 on Tyler O'Neill, and he ends up walking him. And I, I was you know, kind of questioning that. You're up 0-2 against a nine-hitter. He's got a low batting average. He strikes out a ton. How he didn't strike him out right there was a little bit puzzling to me. And then the trainer comes out. He has to leave the game due to a blister flare-up. You've you got to remember, he uh, ran into this blister thing earlier this summer, and that was a huge hit for the That was just a downer. And you lost a little momentum right there, in my estimation. And here is, uh, that is somewhat of the turning point uh, with Great Lakes Dragway, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway track rental and event information at greatlakesdragway.com. That was one of the turning points, officially. The next is a Craig Council decision to go with Freddie Peralta. Now, I don't mind Freddie Peralta getting in this game, but in terms of scrambling the Jets and getting him... Uh, you know, hastily uh, warm, and then he's he's got all day to warm up. If you if a pitcher leaves the medical issues, then then you know his replacement gets uh, whatever time he wants. But why Freddie Peralta there? I would have bridged the gap and put Freddie on notice that you're coming in soon. So go through your regiment in that bullpen. Do whatever you you have to do out there. That's I I just I wonder about that decision right there. And and it doesn't it it doesn't work out work out because uh it it was a tough situation to come into. First and third nobody out and Freddie just coming back from paternity leave and he's a new father and and all that has been going on. So I I may have just eased him back in, maybe bridge the gap with a with an Alex Claudio or even an Adrian Hauser, who ultimately did come into this game. Ultimately, Adrian Hauser is a little bit more used to coming out of the bullpen, maybe not this year, but he is a little more used to it um, than, than Freddie Peralta might be. Uh, all right, Sam, you got an update in San Francisco. Yep, Padres go one, two, three in the top of the ninth, so we are heading into the bottom of the ninth inning for the San Diego Padres and San Francisco Giants game. All right, and so uh, if that score holds, Padres are up 5-4, Giants batting, bottom of the ninth inning. If that score holds, the Brewers get the playoffs. We do have a special song for you if things drop right for us uh, in just a second here. It'll bring back memories, I can can tell you that. So Freddie comes in. uh, First and third, nobody out in the bottom of that third inning. Anderson leaves due to the blister. And he... Uh, there was a stolen base right right w- within the first two pitches. Actually, it was the second pitch that Freddie threw. There was a stolen base. Now runners, now he's in more trouble, second and third, uh, with just uh, nobody out here. I think the umpire missed missed a call there, too. It, it should have been 0-2. It went to 1-1. Uh, he then hit a batter, but that was negated because uh, the batter swung at the pitch. So he, he was almost faced with a bases-loaded situation. Then he gets the comebacker. It's what he wants. Look the runner or just take take the out at first, and he throws it away. Two-run score. It's two-zip Cardinals. Wow. Peralta panics right there. See, again, 
compounding the issue of scrambling a Freddie Peralta jet. And we know one thing about Freddie Peralta on top of all this, what I just discussed. We know that Freddie Peralta, when he first comes into a game, that's where his troubles are. You recall as a starter, this is why he's not a starter. Because he has troubles early in his outings. A lot of walks, a lot of wildness early on in his outings. When he's on, you can tell real quick. And I noticed something real quick as well uh, in Freddie Peralta's appearance here. Slow. He was pitching super slow. There was no rhythm right out of the chute. Throws the ball away. It's two zip. Another legendary Great Lakes Dragway turning point with GreatLakesDragway.com. So it's two zip. Wow, Freddie. Mm. Well, still a game. Runner moves to second on that play. Next batter, Goldschmidt. Base hit. Makes it three zip, compounding that issue. Gets a couple of outs, then a walk to Molina. And then maybe the backbreaker, uh, Paul DeYoung, an RBI base hit, makes it four zip. They finally get out of that. Cardinals bat around, four hits, a stolen base, uh, one big air, a four spot in the third makes it four zip to the fourth inning. Now the Brewers battle back a little bit in that fourth inning. Should have been a little bit better in that fourth inning. Leadoff walk to Yelich. Braun follows that up with a walk. So two on and nobody out. Table set. A wild pitch compounds that issue. Runners move to second and third with nobody out. Mm. Jericho, strikeout. Get the ball in play, Jed. Vogelbach did the, did just that, and he got the ball in play, and it played it a Brewers run. Okay, so we have an update. We have an update in San Francisco. Uh, Sam, currently are down. The news here. We are currently down to the final out in San Francisco. Padres currently have two out. Uh, two outs recorded. Okay, so nobody on. Nobody on. Okay, nobody on. One more out, and the Brewers go to the playoffs. You got our song ready, just in case it happens? I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, Vogelbach knocks in that run. Yelly scores. Braun to third, and uh, now with two outs, Keston Hira strikes out. But the Brewers battle back. It's 4-1 to one into the bottom of the fourth inning. If that game ends, just hit our song here. The longer I go without hearing that, the more my blood pressure is Currently 2-1 right now. Two and one count, so we'll break it down <laughs> to the count now. Uh, Bader, a solo shot, gets that run right back, and it's five to one, and it sits right there, guys. And and then a holding pattern. The Brewers' offense disappears. Scoreless fifth for both teams. Justin Topa in sixth inning, same thing. Scoreless for both teams. Justin Topa scoreless. Brewers going down with a fight in the seventh. Leadoff base hit for Jed Jerko. Schilt then goes to the left-hander Cabrera, and he was going to face Vogelbach. No outs with that runner at first base. Vogelbach with a fielder's choice moves him over, and uh, the Brewers uh, ultimately Keston Hira strikeout. Wild pitch moves Jerko to third. A walk to Arcia. Runners at the corners with two outs. And Tyrone Taylor uh, ends that inning. Hey, turn this up a little bit. Check this out. You know what that means. The Brewers hit the playoffs for the third consecutive year here in 2020 as they get it done. They're in the playoffs. We have postseason action again under manager Craig Council. And this 
band of misfits at times. They find a way to hit the postseason, and they will play the L.A. Dodgers on Wednesday. Sam, how good does that feel? Man, this team this year has been, the ups and downs have been so dramatic, and the fact that you somehow were able to get into the playoffs is just, it's its a crazy way to end a 60-game season, that's for sure. Yeah, it is, and I don't mind backing into the playoffs here. It's just, it's fine. You're in the postseason again. I don't care if it was 60 games or 600 games. Everybody was playing by the same rules. You got in. You get in. You got in fair and square. Brewers, uh, the first team in baseball history, by the way. This is uh, keeping your hip pocket for a historical reference in winning trivia contests. First uh, player or first team in Major League Baseball history to make the postseason with a sub-500 mark. 29-31, and 31, they get in, and they will face the Dodgers. Who knows what's going to happen in a best-of-five? You don't know, man. Look, look what happened with the Milwaukee Bucks. You don't know what's going to happen. 414-799-1250. Maybe not as big of a celebration as 2008. That was, that was to break the 26-year drought. This was just to maintain consecutive seasons into the playoffs. I do have a little bit of a treat for you here, too. Uh, bottom of the eighth inning, Adrian Hauser was in pitching. It was 5-1 uh, to one at the time. Cardinals trying to really put this thing away. The final today was 5-2, by the way. But check this out. In the bottom of the eighth inning, the first triple play in five years. The time, but you just know it's happening. Brewers a chance for possibly three here. Do they turn it? They do. A triple play. Nicely done, defense. Yeah, nicely done. It was a triple play in that eighth inning, so maybe that's a sign of the Brewers getting in the playoffs for three consecutive years. The Brewers get it done. They don't win the game, but they accomplish the goal. Padres beat the Giants today. They needed help with that game. The Brewers did. And also, Tampa beats Philly. Brewers needed help by Tampa, and they got the job done. Now you clean slate this whole thing. This whole thing is back to square one, and the Brewers start postseason action a little bit later on this week. 414-799-1250. Mike, hey, before the break, I want to get you on here. The Brewers hit the postseason. What's going on? Wow, Tim. (laughs) You know, as I was listening through, through this all, I'm I'm Mr. Negative, but uh, you know, and I would I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't I'm not I'm not positive about you know them getting in backing in like this with all the help they needed. But I mean, it's got to be worth something if you know they got in, and it is three years in a row. That's pretty amazing. I'm I'm happy for the Brewers. I am. I'm still still very pessimistic about pessimistic about their chances. But like you said, it's like a new season for them. Anything can happen, but I'm not banking on it. But I will say this, um, and I thought about this either yesterday or the day before when Moustakis belted a couple of home runs, uh, and I've been saying this for pretty much the whole season. If the Brewers had kept one of the two, and I believe with all my heart they could have kept one of the two, and Moustakis would have been my guy. He he seemed to really like his stay here in Milwaukee. And I think, you know, and this is just conjecture. This is just me, you mm-hmm. know, guessing. But if we had that bat in our lineup with the way things have been going this year, 
and our stagnant offense, which I think is an understatement to say they've been stagnant. If we had Moustakis, and I know he wasn't gangbusters, you know, during the season, but he's come on. And if we just had that bat in the lineup, I just wonder how many more games we would have won. And it probably wouldn't have come down to today. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to my point again. Once again, with the Brewers, organization, the ownership, playing it and doing it on the cheap. <laughs> well, we backed I mean... in, we, we backed, <laughs> but hey, but hold on a second. We backed into the playoffs. They're, you know, they're going to say our recipe worked, but is it going to give us a championship? And at the end of the day, I say no. If I'm wrong, great, you know, but... That's just where I'm at, Tim. All right, Mike. No, I I understand that. But you know what? A a lot of us thought, I'll put us in there as a a band of uh, Brewer fans, uh, a lot of us thought that they were not going to make the playoffs just because of the style and the look and the optics of their play. They just didn't look like a playoff team most of the season, now did they? However, if there is a team or if there is a season that's going to benefit something like this, hey, take advantage of it. I mean, I just, you know, everyone thought, everybody thought, most people thought, they were not going to make the playoffs, and they were all proven wrong. Those that thought that were proven wrong today. I mean, and maybe maybe people say, well, you're not going to beat the Dodgers. They're a freight train. I don't know. You have the positivity, positivity train versus the freight train. Well, what's going to happen starting Wednesday? We're going to find out because the Brewers' season is not done. Uh, You know, the other little bonus in here uh, before the break, uh, we will hear from Craig Council coming up. They got to be just really happy. I don't care, despite the loss. They got to be happy as hell in that uh, clubhouse. Um, The the other little bonus here on a selfish note, I was going to tell you guys the other night about a programming uh, announcement that we were going to have. And had the season ended this weekend, you know, the uh, regular season-ending retrospective program that I, uh, that I normally do every year, that was scheduled. That was scheduled and produced in about, you know, three-quarters, right, Sam? About three-quarters in the tank, ready to go, right? <laughs> so that was scheduled for Tuesday. Um, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll give you another little bonus. I make a little more money on this season. All right, I'm not ashamed to admit it. 414-799-1250. Getting your reaction. The Brewers in the postseason again. The third consecutive year they have hit the playoff window. And that is the first time in franchise history that they have done that. Amazing. They deserve a lot of credit, guys. I don't care what this pandemic season is all about. These guys deserve their credit. As much as a lot of fans bashed this organization, bashed David Stearns for putting together this roster, bashed Craig Council for his managerial style this year, they deserve credit for getting into the postseason. They're one of the playoff teams again this year. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, Tim Allen here on The Fan. Absorb this, Brewers fans. You hit the playoffs again here in 2020. That means 2018. 
2019. 2020, the beat goes on. <laughs> you, I, you know, again, you can't measure it on a regular season basis. You just measure it in just playoff appearances. That's what you do. And the beat's going on and on. That's three consecutive years into the postseason for the Brewers here in 2020. They get it done with a sub-500 record. Who cares? They get it done with a lackluster offense. Doesn't matter. They get it done with a bunch of players DFA. Mm-mm. Don't mind that at all. They get it done with a bunch of injuries. I don't give a rip about injuries. What I care about right now is what everybody should have been caring about, and that is getting to the next level, and that's the playoffs. That's exactly what you wanted. You Again, crazy times, crazy years, sideways season, 60 games, and pandemic. Big deal. deal. You've, had all, you've had months to deal with that. Now celebrate with it because they did it. That's what they did. They hit the postseason. <laughs> Does every team that make the playoffs have to be defined as a freight train? Is that the way sports works? Like, you can't get in as, yeah, they're pretty good. You can't get in like that anymore. You can't get respect by being, oh, they made the playoffs, but mm, they're okay. They're, they're just okay. 414-799-1250. Your reaction as the Brewers hit the postseason again this year to Kenosha. We say hello to Ryan. Ryan, you're on the fan. What's up? Hey, Tim, I got to tell you, I listen to you every day. Uh, the day after, I, I stopped doing the I do it on demand now, and I, I, I've missed you, so I just wanted to call in. And I know I know you're just like me. You hang on the edge for every pitch. It feels good, man. It feels good to be in the playoffs three straight years. God, it feels good. <laughs> Ryan, come on. I get it. I get it. Shock the world against the Dodgers. Yes, I'm with you there. I'm I'm going to be out tonight celebrating. I can tell you that right now. I don't work again until Wednesday after game one of a playoff series. Has that sunk in yet? Who would have thought? Me and a lot of Brewers fans, I would say most Brewers most, most Brewer fans were probably not even really, are they really a good team? You know, I'd run into people at a band event somewhere or down at the bar or whatever, and they'd say, how are the Brewers doing anyway? Okay, well, now they're going to know. I can promise you they're going to know now. 414-799-1250. All right, uh, this dude's got his own song. Yeah, they do it again. Court, them boys. Boys, baby, them boys. (laughs) Not one time, not two times, but three times. In the row for them. It is charming, isn't it? It is, man. And you know what? I mean, with the scenario that was going down and the way that we got in, I mean, destiny might be on our side. You never know. But I'll take what I can get. And the esteemed words of Lionel Richie, do it to me one more time, baby. There you go. Them boys. Who would have thought? Here, too. Now we got Christian Yelich in the playoffs this year. No doubt. That's true. That's a point. I hadn't even thought of that. That's a little bit bonus into the postseason this year. You actually have Christian Yelich for the postseason. Right. He can take a good nap, wake up, get back into MVP mode, (laughs) and carry us 
through the playoffs. And if we, any one player in the National League in the majors can carry a team through the playoffs, we have him. Hey, I just in get out. Pocket. Just get outs against the Dodgers. That's all. Just get outs against the Dodgers. And this is a pitching staff that has been pretty good this year. Exactly. Woodruff looks like a frontline pitcher. Not looks like he is a frontline pitcher. Oh, he's a frontline guy. Yeah. We got a good bullpen. All we got to do is get to the seventh again because we got Devin Williams, who looks shut down. Right? You got Hater doing his thing. So it used to be get to seven. Sprinkle a little bit of that. You remember the Maddox magic dust that we used to talk about sprinkling on the pitchers? That's right, that magic pixie dust. Yeah, yeah, that pixie dust. We need to sprinkle some of that on the pitchers <laughs> for the first couple games of this next series. You never know we'll in a baseball game, you dude. Never you know. never know. No, get All hot. Right. <laughs> Do your thing, them boys, baby. All right, Court, take it easy. Court's been with us. Left, There's a song. Oh, boy, they make it. The Brewers hit the postseason for the third consecutive season. The spark of the game with Current Electric, your electrician superheroes at callcurrent.com. Is the Brewers' playoff appearance It sparked up three consecutive seasons, and the beat goes on with that. It does, guys, and that's super cool. It's almost... It's almost as if I want to tell Brewers fans how to follow their team, but I won't. I'll come just shy of that. I get in trouble when I do that. But I can promise you this. Most sports fans, in the, certainly in the state of Wisconsin now, the city of Milwaukee, you're going to understand that the Brewers is like, there's going to be a bunch of us, us, well, a bunch of them, that say, what? I thought the Brewers were bad this year. <laughs> I thought the Brewers were really bad this year. They're in the playoffs. Yes, they are. And they're going to play game one on Wednesday. Game two, I can tell you, Brandon Woodruff is slated for the Hill on regular rest. Think about that. He pitched yesterday. He gets today, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's four days rest, and game two is going to be Brandon Woodruff. What do you do with game one? Well, that's an interesting scenario. With Brett Anderson going out with the blister, Corbin Burns going out with the oblique. Ah, it looks daunting, but at least they're in the postseason. They are here in 2020. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz producing the show tonight, getting your reaction after a Brewers celebration. Uh, this is probably the happiest I've been after a Brewer loss ever. You know that? It just might be. Just soak in this song as the beat goes on three consecutive years into the playoffs. We'll be back here on The Fan. Guys, celebrating another Brewers playoff appearance. Tim Allen finishing up 15 regular seasons now here on the fan with Brewers coverage. And the beat goes on. Third consecutive year, punching the postseason ticket. It's the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Getting your reaction, 414-799-1250. 
We'll hear from Craig Council. They are celebrating right now uh, in that clubhouse. I, you know they are. And, and this is a team that has uh, made sure that they've been in contention in Septembers. They, ju- they just have, guys. And, and I, we've been talking about that the last week or 10 days or so, and I cannot stress the fact any more than I have, and that is the appreciation that I have for this organization for doing that and flipping this around. Flipping this from August and September being Green Bay Packers season to August and September being keeping an eye on the Packers as they head into their season and following the Brewers at the same time. That's what this organization has done. Three consecutive, four consecutive Septembers in it every year, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Every year, guys. Where's that been? Little blip on the radar in 2007. You start out strong and then you fade away with Ned Yost. 2008, you start out strong and start fading away with Ned Yost. You make a managerial change. You pop in. You get rid of that 26-year playoff drought. Now you're poised and ready to take the next step. And you, well, you hire Ken Maka. Big mistake. Nine and ten didn't work. Get rid of him. You bring in Ron Renneke. That did work. 2011. You come within a game and a half of going to the World Series. You fall in the NLCS to the Cardinals. Now you're ready to take the next step in 12 and 13. Didn't work out. No Prince Fielder. Brawny into some trouble. 14, your eyeball in a decent lineup. You really do have a decent lineup in 14 and 2015. Things just didn't work out. That's baseball. You, you do a massive restructure, a rebuild in 15 and 16, and then you start with Craig Council in that 15 season, give him a year and a half, and he's got his team in contention every single year. Chevy MVB of the ball game brought to you by Chevy. Your local Chevy dealer is where you can check out the 2020 Chevy Silverado or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. He's the Chevy MVB. He's a huge part of this. Craig Council before the game today talked about September's in contention. We've played one game in four years that didn't mean anything for the playoffs. Um, and that's, that's pretty good. You know, I, I know, I know, you know, we, we want playoff success, but as far as regular season success, you know, that's, that's where we've been the last four years. It's been, it's, it's the last day of 2017 has been the only day that hasn't mattered for us when the game started. Um, and so that's, um, you know, that's competitiveness, man. That's, that's every game means something. That's, that's good. Enter- that's entertaining baseball for your fans through, through every single game. And so that's, um, I think it's important and I, and I think it means something. Um, and it's, it's what we set out to do is, is be that, is be consistent like that. Um, you know, this season's, you know, bizarre and in, in, in so many ways, cause it's 60 games, but it's, but it's, you know, and the rules of playoff rules have changed, but we've gotten ourselves to the same point. Yeah, and they have, regardless of what the season looks like compared to a normal 162, regardless of that, they're still there. The end game is still there. It's the same thing. It's still against the same competition. So they hold their own toe-to-toe. It's not like the Brewers had a little bonus uh, against other teams. It's not like that at all. Everyone's played by the same rules. And they got it done. So they made it work. 
Um, they also, uh, Craig Council before they, and we'll get to Craig Council's postgame. He's uh, celebrating weird at Bush Stadium. Sam, both teams are actually celebrating as they both punched their playoff ticket today. That's weird. Yeah, because I mean, technically the Cardinals clinched the second spot in the NL Central. So, I mean, both dug. I mean, both clubhouses are being celebrated in, and both teams are celebrating at Bush Stadium. It's it's weird, but it's awesome at the same time. It, it really is, and uh, and we're we're going to be celebrating this, and we get some more Brewers action this year. And and Craig Council made that comment. You know, for four years, it's been entertaining baseball for the fans. It has been entertaining, and I've always said, even on a loss, and even when I lose my mind, and you know, throw a throw a rant here and there. That still is, in a strange way, part of the fun, because you're not going to win every game. How do you lose every game? Well, we can pick that apart. That's what we do here. Fifteen seasons now, uh, wrapping up fifteen regular seasons of you and I talking Brewers baseball on this radio station. That's pretty cool. Craig Council also before the game talked about, you know, his players kind of never saying that they never got to the point where it was like, no, you know what, enough. That's I mean, let's just throw in the towel. Let's just give up this thing. They kept the big picture in mind. And this is where our conversations about changing the mindset of how you look at the 2020 season was paramount. You could not look at it. And I know it was tough to train your mind not to look at it that way. And too many of us are, are a little bit uh, older in years, and too many of us ha- had a tough time you know, looking at these batting averages and, and looking at the way the game was played this year uh, versus a, a normal 162, which we got virtually every year. I mean, there's been some strike situations, things like that. But, I mean, it, it was so difficult for us to look at this as its own different entity, yet the end result is still a playoff appearance. Now it's all just refreshed and reset, and on we go starting Wednesday. But Craig Council talked about that perseverance. This is a season where um... – you know, all of us, including you guys, you know, we're all we're all presented with unique challenges, and it, it it's just it's raised um, hurdles all the every day. It feels like it raises a hurdle for everybody, and and when you just keep keep getting hurdles put in front of you, it you know it gets easier to say enough. And I and to this team's credit, they've never said enough. You know, they, they've always um, no matter what the hurdle or what the playoff odds look like or they weren't swinging the bats or if they weren't pitching well, they, they kept kind of answering that hurdle and they got it and we've gotten ourselves to this day. So I think that, um, you know, we're ultimately this team is, we're going to look at today and then, and make a decision on the season. But I think getting, because they've behaved in that way and acted in that way, we've got ourselves to that point. And then that's a success. Yeah, how cool is that, that you get more Brewers baseball? Those of you hardcores just hanging with me uh, night in, night out here for the 60 games and you know, going through what the Brewers have, have gone through this year, as well as Major League Baseball, you hit the finish line, and it was a success. I don't think you look back at this uh, 29 and 31 mark, you know, right around 500 as, as, a, as a failure at all. You accomplished your goal. Your goal was to hit the postseason. And that's what they did today. They do lose the game 5-2, to two, but they do hit the postseason window, third consecutive year. We're going to hear from Christian Yelich coming up. He actually gets to play in this year's postseason. We'll hear from manager Craig Council 
and uh, continue to get your reaction here. It's a celebration today. The beat goes on three years and counting into the postseason. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. Yeah, welcome back. They beat the odds, and they beat uh, everybody's prediction of what they might do. Uh, the Brewers, they're in the playoffs this year in 2020. Welcome back. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz. You and I have been hanging out all summer long, Austin, Texas as well. And uh, they're, they're, you know, we, we've been in it um, all season long with a chance. Just give them a chance. In a, in a weird season, they, they got the chance and they took advantage of it. They did. Guys, n- none of these playoff teams are going in with a 12-game winning streak. That's it. it hasn't happened. Any of these teams can lose game one, and that includes the L.A. Dodgers. And we're going to find out what happens. Uh, stay tuned to the fan for some programming information on our coverage here. And you'll wonder, uh, before we get to Craig Council here, you'll wonder um, how much uh, conversation after a Packers-Saints game tonight (laughs) uh, there will be about the Milwaukee Brewers tomorrow. Still, Sam, do you think flying under the radar a little bit? I think that's the nicest way that I can put it with a lot of uh, media members all over the map, TV, radio, and print. Even if you counted them out, even if you don't believe that they can win a game against the Dodgers, even if you're not a believer in this team, you have to talk about the pathway that got them here, and you have to talk about how weird this season has been and how just how much this just summarizes 2020 in a nutshell, basically. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. We got we got swept by we got swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. We got no hit by a guy who wears glasses for the Chicago Cubs and Alec Mills, and just continues to lose after that. I mean, this season, is, I know it's only 60 games, but it's one of the weirdest seasons I can remember as a Brewers fan. And that's why we can't look at it like a normal season, and that's a tough habit to break. I understand that. I really do. I do understand it. But at least now, let's all meet all media members, TV and, and radio and, uh, and print as well. They're in. They did it it's almost as if some people were rooting for them not to do it and just put them out of their misery. I mean, that's just, uh, to me, that's not being a fan. To me, that's not being a Brewers fan. Being a Brewers fan, being a Brewers fan is, is, is knowing where you came from. That, to me, is being a Brewers fan, no matter how old you are. To be a Brewers fan, I'm happy for Bob Euchre. Again, this is a playoff appearance for the third consecutive season. The Milwaukee Brewers. We're not talking uh, uh, about a big market New York Yankee club or or a, a Dodger team that has you know made the playoffs what twelve thousand consecutive years. We're not talking about those runs. We're talking about this run in comparison to what it was. And this is a time to celebrate. This is pretty cool. This is cool. This is cool if you're a casual fan that attends a couple of games and get hammered at Miller Park in a tailgate before you even get into the game. Or if you're a hardcore and listen to Brewers coverage like this show after each and every game. 
It just is a reason to celebrate. It is. The more times you get in the playoffs, the more credibility your manager, your general manager, your ownership group, the fan base, and the market size gets respect. The more playoff appearances, the more respect. And they're on their journey for that. They, they definitely are. Uh, what do we want to do here, Sam? Do we, yeah, let's go to Nick. Nick, you're next at 799-1250. What's going on? Hey, how you guys doing, Tim and Sam? Thank you uh, again for being the voice of the post game. It's always great listening to you guys. Kind of, uh, kind of how you could become uh, a part of the fabric of our fandom. You guys have too. So thank you again for 15 years. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, uh, I just my thought was uh, thinking about like the expanded playoffs and the, the legitimacy of the Brewers. I think if I remember right, the '67 Packers uh, they would not have made the playoffs had it not been for an expansion in the NFL playoff system. I did not and, know that. Yeah, I believe so. And I think that, uh, you know, they were kind of poo-pooed, same thing. Now, they had already been there and done that with Lombardi, but they were kind of getting poo-pooed, and a couple weeks later, Bart Starr was sneaking it in over the south end zone. So you just never know what can happen. You get in, you take what you can get, and I think we should be happy for it. So, All right, Nick. It, yeah, Nick, thanks for the call. Thanks, Thanks for hanging out with us 15 years for sure. Um, you also look at a team in 2010. I think they have a big G on their helmet. Do you think around the league or even here in, in, in the state of Wisconsin, that people thought that the Packers were going to climb out of the wild card position and run the table. I don't know if I heard that much that year about that. I'm not saying this team is going to get on that sort of run. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I appreciate the moment. I appreciate this moment from the top down all the way down to us, fans. And maybe I should elevate us a little bit more. We're more important. Fans are more important in this market than other markets. That's for damn sure. We are pretty important. That's why Craig Council and David Stearns and Mark Adonacio and some of these players refer to us all the time. I don't hear that around the rest of the league. I don't hear that. I don't hear the respect given to this fan base. But I just wonder, I really do, uh, before we get to counts here, I wonder how much coverage there will be in the what we call the mainstream media, mainstream sports media, about the Milwaukee Brewers' playoff appearance. I don't care if it's a crazy season. I think it's, it might even be more of an accomplishment to get this done than in other years because of the pitfalls and challenges that were in front of them throughout the season. You, you look at uh, some of the things that this team has gone through in the 60 games. A lot of teams have gone through the same thing, but the Brewers have gone through a little bit extra in this. And being popped in the nose, every, every few days we were getting negative news, whether it's an injury or postponements or – you know, a, 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 a horrible offensive stretch or a horrible offensive year of just constantly being punched in the face with this stuff. And what Craig Council said on the pregame show today was right on the money. This team did not say enough. I've had enough. They, they may have said, I've had enough, and, and they may have said, hey, why not just be positive about it, get on the positivity train, and just see what happens. None of us opted out after, after Lorenzo Cain. None of them really opted out after Cain did. They hung with it. They could have opted out at any moment. 
And I thought for a while, when the Brewers were four games under, four different times this year, four games under 500, four d- different times. I thought for a while that some other players were going to do that and just, yeah, you know what? I got a chunk of cash here this year. I'm going to I'm gonna call it quits here. We're not going to make it anyway. After, after uh, Lorenzo Cain, none of them did that. That's pretty cool. I'm sorry, Sam. Go ahead. Okay. We are going to get to council. Let's do that. We'll get the scoop from the skipper. If you want to get your reaction in here, we're going to hear from Christian Yelich coming up. Brewers punch their ticket to the playoffs again. Third consecutive year. Let's get the scoop. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. Craig, what, what's the feeling on getting in uh, this way? I mean, was there a big celebration or restraint, or what did you guys do? Um, well, we can't tell you everything we did because we probably broke a couple rules. Uh, but, no, it was it's a celebration. Uh, I, I don't, you know, the, we're in. We're in the playoffs. Uh, that's, that's how you see it. There's no reason to um, apologize for getting in the playoffs. Um, we beat the other teams and then and, and got the eight spot. So we're in and, and we're, we got a chance. Um, that's the, you got to get in. And so we got a chance to win the world series still. Craig, was this one different though? Just the nature of the, the, the way this one went down? Um, I mean, we were watching TV, so uh, that's been different in the, than the last two years. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we got in by watching TV. Um, you know, that's, that's how we got in, in 2008, I believe is watching TV. So it, that's sometimes you're watching the game and to, to finish the next way, but, um, you know, there's eight teams from our league and, and we're one of the top eight. Did you think with the expanded playoff that this was a possibility that a team with a losing record might end up getting in, whether it be you or somebody else? Did you think this was a possibility going in? I, I was honestly, with everything going on, it was the least of my, the, the, I never thought about that. What the record takes, you know, you're, you're kind of looking at where you're at. It's get in the record's kind of irrelevant in my, for me. It's get in. I, that, that was our job is to get in. Uh, we did that. We're, we're in three years in a row. Um, that's special. Um, you, you, you can slice it any way you want it, but that's special. Craig, is it too early to know the status of uh, Brett Anderson and uh, Vogelback with the, with the injuries? Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any updates for you. Reports. Was Vogelback Brett. a hamstring? No. Um, I, I don't, we don't, he hasn't really even been in to see the trainer yet. So we're not quite sure what it is. Guys for four of the teams to come from the division. I mean, what does that say about how difficult the road was for you guys to even get to this point? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's something that's real. And that's a, that's a really valid point that, um, you know, we, we squared off against, you know, Four of the four of the eight play, three of the eight playoff teams in our division for you know that was half of our game. So um, I think that part's real, um, and it's it's a it's a pretty cool statement about the NL Central. That's for sure. Craig, for your guys who have been had scuffling and not having the kind of years that they themselves were hoping or expecting to have, 
just what does it do for, for someone's mental state to be able to just wipe the slate clean? You're in the postseason now, all the numbers are zeros, and you kind of just start over. Well, I, I mean, I think that that's kind of washed, been washed away for a while um, because we've been in a playoff mode for a while. Um, this is not about numbers or what the season's going on right now. This has been about just, just winning games. Um, so, I, you know, we got ourselves a shot. We, you got to beat, we got to beat a good team twice. It's a really good team. It's the best team in baseball. Um, but we only got to beat them twice. And, um, you know, that, that's, it's, it's, it's very doable. Um, we're going to have to play really well, but it's doable. Craig, had uh, Anderson had anything going on with that finger when he went out that inning, or did it actually happen inside of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, he no, he he was he was doing good. Um, I mean, it's the same issue he had at the start of the season, uh, but it, 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 this hasn't been an issue really. I don't know if maybe the warm day and humidity, a little bit, you know, it was actually a very warm day out there, um, caused it, but it it's just popped up. Do you think uh, Freddie was rusty after not pitching for a week and being away from the club or just? No, I don't, I don't think Freddie pitched that poorly, really. I mean, I think the first ball, you know, I mean, I think the first ball that's hit kind of changes the whole thing um, as, to, as to what's going on in the inning. Um, that's an out, and, and, and then we got a chance to get out of the inning still. Um, so, I, I, I mean, he was maybe, a, you know, the pitch count got a little high in the first – first inning they did a really nice job of just hitting foul balls I thought they hit a ton of foul balls um but I mean I don't, I don't know if he was rusty I'd give them credit they put put a couple good swings on actually a couple couple of pitches of the pitch to Jean got a hit on was a, was a really good pitch um you know the pitch to the hit the baiter was a middle fastball but that was that was the one that was probably you'd rather have back Anybody else for Craig before we start bringing in players? Craig, you may not have even had much a chance to think about this, but with Burns out and now Anderson, you know, you've got some history with the blister. When you go into this three-game series, do you, you worry a little about your pitching, or do you think because it's just three games to get through at first, you can put that together? Well, we'll, we'll figure out three. We'll, we'll figure out the three games. Um, you know, we have to assess some injury, you know, injury status and we'll do that on Tuesday. Um, but, um, I mean, I, I think we're, we're really, we're set for the first two games really. Um, and, and then we'll go from there. Craig, what, Craig, what about another rough day for the offense? I mean, the whole trip kind of went that way. You, you squeeze three wins out of it. Um, is it just the way it's going to be? I mean, what do you, what can you say now? Well, I think today, I mean, I, I thought we created chances against Gomber. I thought we did a pretty good job against them. We were, we were just, the, the, the next hit wasn't there. Um, I thought we put pressure on him. We did a nice job of putting pressure on him. Um, you know, we caught a bad break in the first inning. Brawny had a great at-bat. Um, you know, we had, we had a little bit of a chance. I think it was in the third or the fourth. Um, so, you know, we, we, we're going to have to score more. I think, I think you're right. I mean, and, it's we, we can win a game without scoring, um, you know, and, and get good pitching. But I think, we, like I said, like I've said often, we, we, we're asking our pitching to be perfect. Um, and it's so, you know, we didn't pitch poorly today, I didn't think. Um, you know, we gave up five runs. Once in a while, you got to win that game. And, and that's that's where we need, um, 
you know, to, to just score some runs. But, um, you know, in, in this in this type of series, in this type of playoff thing, it's, you know, you just got to find a way to win games. And, um, you know, whatever way, however that happens, we got it's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. All right, Brewers punched their playoff ticket, believe it or not, and uh, we all should be applauding what Stearns and Council and this organization has done for us here, and I certainly am celebrating that. 29-31 and 31 after the game today, 60-game season is, uh, is now done. Normally in a game like this, I would say the are-you-kidding-me moment of the game was that bottom of the eighth. The Brewers did haul off and get a triple play, and each time the Brewers do get a triple play, they had two in 2016. I go back to a quote from George Bamberger that uh, he was asked about a triple play, and he said, quote, that can sure take you out of an inning really quick. <laughs> Just it's almost a, a Yogi Berra-type comment there. But uh, Brewers did get a triple play, but uh, are you kidding me? Moment of the game with uh, Gene Wagner plumbing, the outcome of the game in San Francisco. Are you kidding me? The Brewers into the playoffs with a loss here. They needed help. Tampa needed to beat the Phillies. They got that box checked, and then they needed the Padres to take care of the Giants. Check that box, and it didn't matter what the Brewers did in this game uh, because they hit the postseason window based on that alone. Um, Craig Council said something really interesting. And and you have to, and again, I've argued about this on many different shows over the uh, decade and a half I've been here on this station, and that is your goal always has to, has to be to win the championship, whether it's a Super Bowl, NBA title, a World Series title. And it's, it's because all your decisions are based off that goal. I mean every decision, not that not you can't go into a season saying, well, you know, if we can get to 500 or if we can just get to the playoffs, because then all your decisions are based on that goal. The goal has to be to win it all at all times. And to get to a situation where you can win it all, you need to get to the next level. And that's the playoffs. Craig Council is music to my ears. Check this out. There's no reason to um apologize for getting in the playoffs um we beat the other teams and then and got the eight spots so we're in and, and we're, we got a chance um that's the, you got to get in and so we got a chance to win the world series still we've got a chance to win the world series still and he's right on see now i'm called a cuckoo brain if i say that stuff i'm, I'm called the crazy over the top way too positive brewer fan that's tim that's a smile, Milwaukee, and everyone's going to win the World Series every year and the championship season. Hey, that's coming from that manager right there. You have to have that philosophy at all times. I think that's, that's tremendously important, and I think it's overlooked at times. The landscape and the culture had to be changed here in Milwaukee. It did. It couldn't be let's break a non-losing season with a 500 mark or more which is what, where they were at in the early 2000s. It couldn't be, let's get in the playoffs for once in our lives or once in 2060. It can't be that ever. They've changed the culture here. And to hear that World Series, 
based on a losing record here at 29 and 31, I will, uh, before we get to David Stearns, get a couple of comments from the Brewers president of baseball operations. He's got to be pretty pleased with this also. Uh, Sophia Minard of Fox Sports Wisconsin did bring up a good point in that presser with uh, Craig Council, and that is when you consider four of the five teams in the NL Central hit the postseason and the majority of your games this year were against those guys, that was stiff competition. Have we considered that Cincinnati has improved? Have we considered that St. Louis is always going to be able to be competitive? Have we considered that the Cubs have a really, uh, really formidable lineup? Yeah, we need to consider that, too, when, when looking back on this now, retrospectively, looking back at the regular season, we got to show some props to the other teams in that division, and maybe that kept the numbers down a little bit for all four of these teams. That's why it was you know neck and neck down the, down the wire here uh, with the Reds, Cardinals, and Brewers. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. All right, let's uh, let's stay inside the clubhouse and uh, let's hear from the president of baseball operations and GM David Stearns. Uh, I'm sorry, we'll get Yelich or we'll get uh, Stearns in just a bit. We're going to go to Yelich right now. Christian Yelich got to be pretty pleased. Uh, he gets the postseason in 18, had to skip it due to injury last year, but gets it this year. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Christian, was this weird? Was this as joyous as it's been before? Like, What, what was this like today? I, yeah, weird, and uh, I guess that's probably the only way to describe it, right? I mean, it's fitting for 2020 and everything that we went through, but, um, you know, it felt just as good as, as past years. Um, this year is a unique one. You know, there's so many challenges you had to deal with on a, on a daily basis, um, you know, behind the scenes, that things that you don't deal with in a, in a normal year, and, um, you know, it wasn't pretty the whole way. It wasn't It wasn't pretty. We, we took a beating sometimes, had up and downs, and we were able to find a way and sneak in. Christian, tell us about afterwards. Were you guys all in the in the clubhouse watching TV or were you spread out? What was going on after your game? Yeah, we were just watching the uh, Padres-Giants game on the TV. Um, I think we got in there in top of the ninth. And uh, it was a little different than, you know, if you lose a game. Um, you know, we lost this one and everybody was kind of, talking to each other held around the TV and usually that's not the case after a loss, but uh, we were tuned in hoping the Potters could help us out there. And uh, fortunately we were, uh, you know, they were able to get three outs and we were able to get in. That last, pick, that, that last pitch looked like a strike to you in that game. A hundred percent. Yeah. Sure. Over <laughs> the next couple of days, a lot of people will point out the fact that you guys are getting in with, with the sub 500 record. Can that actually be a, a motivating thing? Because I know you guys know that you're a better team than you showed this year. So can that kind of this discussion be a good motivator? Look, you just you just got to get in. As long as you get in, you got a chance. And um, it just probably wasn't the prettiest of ways that we've gotten in in the past three years. But, hey, we got in. We got invited to the dance. And uh, all you can ask for is a chance. And uh, the Dodgers are a tough team. Um, you know, it's not going to be an easy series by any means. And we got a day or two here to collect ourselves and um, try and get it together and see what we can do out there in L.A. 
Christian, are you excited to be able to kind of turn the page personally? You know, this starts a new season for you personally. Yeah. I mean, hey, sometimes they don't all go your way. You know, you battle to the end, try to find a way. Um, never give up. That's um, kind of encapsulates our team a little bit. It's like, hey, every day is a new day. You just got to try and find a way to win. You never know when it's going to change for you. And uh, it's the game of baseball. And for us, it's we got, we got a new season now. We got it's an 0-0 record. And everybody's slates wiped clean and it's what, what you can do with the, the opportunity that we've we've earned and um it's gonna be a lot of fun and a big challenge in front of us just the Christian, for half of the teams to come from the division in the postseason I mean what does that say about how hard you guys have had to play and just the level of competition you've had on a nightly basis yeah I mean we've got a really tough division um you know I don't know if where everybody would, would rank it um just people that follow baseball, cover baseball, watch baseball. But I mean, in my opinion, it's one of the better ones in, in baseball and um, all those teams are bunched together and we had to earn it. I mean, it was, it was tough. We beat each other up all four teams. Um, you know, we, I think we played tight series all year. And um, I guess you see that with, like you said, half the, uh, half the teams in the National League coming from the National League Central. Obviously, there's a big disparity in the records between yourselves and the Dodgers, but how much this playoff format, how much of an equalizer is it? Best of three series, no real fans or anything. Hey, anybody can win a best of three series. Um, you know, uh, they're the favorites from what they've done in, in the regular season. They're a great team, no doubt. And we've got a chance. And we've had some good battles against each other here in the past. I think our teams are pretty familiar with each other. And uh, we're going to go in there with uh, our best effort and see what we can do. And like you said, it's a, it's a three-game series. And, uh, that's a unique aspect of this year's postseason, so anything can happen. Anybody else? Christian, you guys are a little banged up, though. Uh, you know, no burns, and I don't know if Brett would have been able to pitch in this upcoming series because of days off, but but you're banged up, uh, especially with your pitching, and that's what's carried you guys all year. How, you know, how will you overcome that, you think? Uh, the same way we've overcome everything else, just find a way. Uh, it hasn't been pretty. It's it's not how you draw it up. Obviously, we're going to miss Burns. He's, he's carried us a lot this year. He's been our best pitcher, if not one of our best pitchers with Woody. And um, like you said, though, you got you just got to find a way. I got an opportunity, and we'll piece it together like like we do. And um, I think this is where, uh, you know, the, the Brewers organization shines and is in the postseason getting creative. We've seen it in the past, and um, I think we'll find a way to, to have a great series. Yeah, there he is, Christian Yelich, upbeat. And again, he's saying you have a chance here. You heard Craig Council talk about it, having a chance. Well, Yelly just said you got to get to the dance to have a chance, and they're in the dance, and there is a chance. You never know. I have a sneaking suspicion. We'll get to your calls here in just a second. I have a sneaking suspicion. If you take a look at the landscape of this uh, Brewers rotation, who would be on par to start? Well, uh, there's uh, Josh Lindblom, who started on Friday. Let's see. There's, okay, Woody started yesterday. You could go on short rest Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's three days rest. It's a possibility right there to have Woody go on short rest through 108 pitches last night, eight scoreless. Then you have Hauser, who pitched today out of the pen. You could go with him short rest. You had Freddie Peralta. I have a sneaking suspicion that it's either Woody on short or it's Brent Suter to start that game one on Wednesday. It's best of three series. 
If Brent Suter can go out there and do what he did the other day and throw four scoreless, oh, they'd be in great shape. My goodness. They'd be, they'd be in really good shape. All right, 799-1250. Todd, you've been holding on for a while. What's, what's going on? It's celebration time, isn't it? Oh, my God, Jimmy. I'm a, <laughs> I've been sitting here, and I'm thinking about what I'm going to say, and I'm kind of prancing around the room, and what am I going to do? Am I going to cry? Am I going to, what am I going to do? And, um, I, I just, uh, uh, I just, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of, um, I'm so excited, and I'm so excited, and, and you know, buddy, I'm, I just thank you. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for what you do for guys like us. You know, we, 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 we dream about this moment. And we, we just think, oh, you're long. And we hold tight. And we hold tight. And you keep us together, Jimmy. Um, you're the best. And, uh, and, and we get it again. And we get it again. Again. And, and I mean, that's the key, that's the key word, Todd, again. And, and again, you know, you, you can't be so quick to determine. And I think that's what, what a lot of sports fans try to do. A lot of sports casters try to do. They still be, be ahead of the curve and say, they ain't making it. That team's horrible. Well, let's hold off on that just a little bit. Let's see what happens here. Now, you're not going to beat the Dodgers in a three game series. We're well, going to beat the Dodgers in a three-game series. You're damn right we're going to do it. That's the way you have to look at it. We're going to pick it up their butt. Before they even know what's even happened, we're going to do it to me. Very good, Todd. Hey, celebrate tonight. Crack open a few. I will very shortly here. So take it easy. We'll talk uh, after Wednesday's game. Programming notes on Brewers coverage coming soon to the fan. Uh, let's get uh, Bruce in here before the break. Uh, Bruce, you're on the fan. What's going on? You know what, Tim? I'm going to tell you something. This is a sad day in baseball, so I'm going to say. Jeez. This is a sad day in baseball, and I'll tell you what. Uh, the only way they won is because they had a better record than the Giants in in division play. Nineteen and twenty-one, the Giants had eighteen and twenty-two. That's why they got into the playoffs. They I will give play- you this: that the Giants had a tough division too. There's no question; much, much they had a really division. tough division. Padre, yeah. The Padres and, uh, and and Dodgers are better than the um, Cubs and and Cardinals or who, Cubs and Reds, whoever. But all yeah. I can say is this. It'll be quick. The, it, the misery will be quick and over because I don't care who uh, council starts in any game. If they win one game, it'll be a shock. It'll it'll because the the Dodgers took a, took a day off. They win That's one the game, they're down to one game from moving no, on. No, That's the no, thing. If they win one game because they don't have because they have to have three pitchers. They don't have three pitchers with Burns gone and with the other guy gone and with the guy to pitch today gone. There's no way they can win win two games, and you, you know what? You you better uh, stop drinking the Kool Aid a little bit because if the Dodgers allow you to win win one game, then I'd be firing the manager. It's so it's so good when it's spiked with certain things too. When I'm drinking that Brewer Kool Aid, it's so nice when you spike it with some Jack Daniels or some vodka. I will, uh, Bruce. I I just have to laugh. When you said it's a sad day in baseball today? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you something right now. 
uh, it's going to be interesting what the Brewers lose over the season because they got one of the worst. They scored, what, let me see, they scored seven, they scored 11, uh, 17. They scored a total of 18 runs in in, in, in uh, eight games. Eight games on the eight-game road trip, yes. Yeah, 18 runs, Tim. That's, that, <laughs> That's... You know what? I mean, the Dodgers could could pitch a third and fourth starters and held the Brewers to less than, than five runs. Well, That's 18 all. was good enough to get them in, though. I mean, quite frankly, they got in. Bruce, I know you're a Brewers fan. Just celebrate a little bit tonight. I, I, I won't. You know what? I'll be wishing the heck. Well, if I had a choice on a Brewers win or the Packers beating New Orleans, it's not even a close one. It's oh, I Packers. get you. I get you, Bruce. Always, always a pleasure, man, talking with you over the years. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. If you want to jump in here, <laughs> Sam, I didn't realize this. It's a sad day for baseball just, today. Just let us have this moment right now. After everything we've been through this season, I mean, we just we're just getting over getting no hit by the Cubs. Let us have we, this one moment. Yes, give give this to us. They're in, and they've done it for the third consecutive year. And I love saying that. I really do. Uh, We'll hit the break here. Come on back uh, if you want to react to this. Brewers fall in the game, but they punch their playoff ticket again here in 2020. There's Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen. You're listening to the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Uh, President of Baseball Operations, David Stearns, he is next here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game. On the fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. David, three straight postseasons. Craig said this was the goal from the outset. I mean, what does this accomplishment mean to you and say to you about the organization? Well, making the postseason in any year is an accomplishment. Clearly, this is a this is a different year with different challenges and different hurdles. Um, doing it three straight years is something that as an organization we haven't done previously, so that's meaningful. I think it means that we've established some level of consistency here. Um, we set a standard here that um, is a high standard, and, and we've been able to achieve it for, for three straight years. Clearly, this is, this is, this is different. Um, it's a different format, um, but it's still meaningful, and, and we're proud that we're a playoff team. David, if uh, elated is on one side and exhausted is on the other, where are you at after all the things that a GM had to do this season? Yeah, just com- combine them, I think. Um, you know, the, this, what, what, is, what is meaningful about this particular one and, and getting into the playoffs um, is that as much as any year we've all had together, this took the entire organization. Um, and that includes a tremendous amount of work from the folks on the business side, getting our ballpark um, in, in a place where we could accommodate a summer camp, where we could have socially distanced um, locker rooms, where we could create an atmosphere at home that provided some energy to our players in a very unique environment. 
Uh, it, it, this required a um, massive effort by our entire medical staff, by our human resources staff, stadium operations. Um, th this, this goes beyond um, the normal contributions from a number of segments of our organization. Um, first, just to allow us to have a season and to make our players comfortable. And, and second, to um, be able to scratch out enough wins to, to now be in the playoffs. And um, everyone's 0-0, zero, zero, and we're going to go to L.A., and we're going to give it our best shot. David, all that stuff you just said about how hard it was just to have a season, does that make up for getting in with a losing record and needing other teams to lose to get in and not spending one day over 500, all those things that are usually not good? Um, does that – Pick up for all of that? <laughs> so I, I don't, I haven't really given all of that a ton of thought, Tom. Um, th th everything about this year is different, right? And and we're playing in a different format with different rules, with different roster sizes, a lot of which we didn't envision at the front end of the year. And so all we can do is go out and compete and play to the best of our abilities within the constraints that we have in any particular year. And this year, the, the constraints and the challenges were, were different. Um, and and look, a, lot, a lot didn't go right for us this year. Um, a lot of the moves that I made last off season uh, didn't pan out the way I thought they were going to make, uh, the, the way I thought they were going to pan out. Um, but our team really hung together, overcame that. Um, and now we get to play in our, our third postseason uh, in a row on a national stage. And that's something to be really proud of. Can you beat the Dodgers? Yes. David, what's your understanding of uh, the kind of the state of your pitching right now? Obviously you don't have burns. Um, is there a way a guy comes back from a blister in, in four days? Like, where do you feel you're at going in? I think, well, well, I, I honestly, I haven't talked to Craig about that yet. We'll, we'll start talking about it on the plane, talk about it more tomorrow. Um, we're not afraid to do things unconventionally. And so I think we're probably going to be forced to do some things unconventionally over the next, uh, over the next week. Um, look, I think, I think um, what Corbin did this year is a main reason why, why we get to keep playing. And so for him to not be able to participate as a starting pitcher in this postseason at the front end um, is, is hard to take um, for him in, in particular, but, for us as an organization, um, he deserves to pitch game one of a playoff series and, and he's not going to get that opportunity. Um, and so that's disappointing. Uh, but we've got other guys who, who will need to step up. Um, we'll figure out how we're going to line everything up over the next day or so and we'll go from there. Craig, or excuse me, Dave, when we were talking to Craig this morning, we, we were asking about, you know, was there a point where you wondered if you would get to this point just having a season in general? He pointed to that. Cardinal series that got postponed is kind of a turning point for baseball. Uh, so the same to you, was there a point where you started to wonder if, if baseball as a whole would get through this season completely? And, and did that series that weekend change anything uh, from your point of view? I think that's the right, that's the right moment. I think around baseball, um, the extent of the outbreak within the Cardinals team, um, the second outbreak in the span of, 10 days or so in baseball from remembering my timing correctly. So I think there are a lot of questions at that point, whether we could actually get through the entire season um, to major league baseball's credit to the players association's credit. 
um, everyone adjusted and we adjusted our protocols. Um, players adhered to those protocols um, and, and that allowed us to complete a regular season. Look, we, we're not out of the woods yet as an industry. We've got um, another month where we have to be perfect. Um, and, and I think everyone is, is invested in being perfect, but it's not easy. And, and we've got to be perfect for another month. All right, there he is, uh, President of Baseball Operations and General Manager of the Brewers, David Stearns. I love that answer. Can you beat the Dodgers? An emphatic yes. And he sounded as peppy as you're going to hear David Stearns sound, and rightly so. Uh, Brewers uh, hit the postseason for the third consecutive year. If you want to jump in here, 414-799-1250 as, as you're awaiting uh, the Packers and, and Saints game. I will say this. So uh, I'm going to be celebrating tonight. I can tell you that. Uh, hold on. Let's, let me play you my favorite song right now. <laughs> it's just a Mountain Dew. I'm kidding. Well, well, it starts with an M. Don't tell my bosses, though. Please. Uh, let's go to Jim in Chicago. Jim, been with us for many, many years. This feels good. Oh, it absolutely does. And, and I'll tell you what, the last two callers really encapsulate the entire Brewers nation. You've got those like Todd that are all fired up like me, and then you got those like Bruce who kind of feel like, well, you know, were they kind of backed in or whatever. Well, let me just kind of tell you two things here. Number one, Major League Baseball set the criteria to get the playoffs for this year. It's a weird year, and we qualified. And then secondly and most importantly, there is only one team that can beat the L.A. Dodgers this week, and that is our Milwaukee Brewers. That's true, because they're the obstacle in front of them. Can, can they beat the Dodgers? You know, anybody can take a three-game set. How many times does it happen? Where the Miami Marlins last year come up and beat, uh, you know, name, name a, a, a powerhouse. The, the Nationals, for example, they went up and beat them two out of three. It can happen. We, we don't yeah. know. The, we would all love to have just everybody healthy and everybody squaring off, and it's Woody in game one, it's Burns in game two, and Yelly's Yelly, and Brawny's still the you know, consummate pro. I'll tell you, that's just not the case. And really, it's not the case for anybody. Let's just find out. One pitch at a time, one at-bat at a time. I agree. And here's, here's the thing. And this one, that hits, this hits very near and dear to all of us. That's the Bucks how they felt about being number one and where they're at right now. I True. know that's a tough one to take, but still, why not us? Jim, that's a great example. Look, look, look at how that worked out. I mean, that, that's just because it's a crazy year, that kind of thing happens. And it could happen. We could, here in Milwaukee, we could reap the benefits and suffer the uh, agony on both sides of the spectrum in two different sports. Whereas the number one seed in the Dodgers, they get ousted by the eight, and where the Bucks fall and, and the way they fell. I mean, come on. It, it can happen. Exactly. Why not us? That, that can be our new slogan for this week. Why not us? <laughs> there you go. Jim, enjoy it, man. We'll talk again uh, as uh, the Brewers, they do punch their playoff ticket again. Uh, we are going to stay uh, inside the clubhouse. I love hearing Woody talk. I, I really do. I, I, I think he's a, he's a good man. And uh, will he pitch on Wednesday? That would be short rest after 108 pitches last night. Let's get a few comments from Brandon Woodruff. Obviously pretty, pretty excited. Uh I think this is, you know, three years in a row. That's the first time I guess this happened in franchise history. And 
just for a lot of guys, you know, that's, that's been a part of this and um, of kind of seeing how, um, you know, the team has come together. And it's, you know what, the season's been, it's been so crazy. And we knew there was a chance to get in. And then once we saw the final out of the, um, you know, Padres and Johnson game, we just went crazy. So it doesn't matter how you get in, you're in. So, um, and, you know, we celebrated and, and uh, now we're getting ready to head out to L.A. How strange does it feel to know you haven't been above 500 this entire season yet? Here you are in the playoffs. I'm not sure the stats on that one, but I don't know how many teams under 500 have ever gotten in the playoffs, but uh, it doesn't really matter. So, um, you know, now now it's a brand new season. Um, starts over and, and uh, anything can happen. So, um, obviously, we're going in and playing a really good team in L.A., but um, – you know, once it gets to the playoffs, anything can happen. So uh, we're looking, you know, forward to it, uh, getting this thing going and, and uh, you know, trying to take a couple series. Brandon, with uh, Burns down and, and Anderson now dealing with the blister, what do you think of the state of your pitching? And, and would you volunteer to go on three days rest um, for that first game? Yeah, listen, I'm I'm up for anything. Um, I think today, hopefully, I uh, hadn't really talked to Brett much but hopefully today it's it, the blister has it isn't too bad so um hopefully he should be good to go but uh obviously losing burns is a is a huge blow um and he was a big reason why we're, we're here today so um but i think that's kind of you know like like i've mentioned before we're just kind of that team you know you get us to this time of year and um <clears throat> anything can happen and i think that's the kind of moments we we like to play for and um I think we're just a resilient team and I think we're kind of built for these playoffs. So um, I think it's going to help everybody, you know, pull together and, 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 you know, try to play some good baseball and hopefully we can come out with a, with a win. Woody, is this like the ultimate David versus Goliath matchup here? I mean, they got the best record in baseball and you guys have a losing record. I mean, people aren't going to expect it be a good series what are you guys going to say about and, and that's okay if they expect it um you know it's it's internally we we know um if we can just click at the right time maybe we click this series and and um and and don't look back you never know that's the crazy part about the playoffs you saw it last year with washington you know when they beat us they ended up winning the world series uh so we're looking to be that team this year and, and going in and trying to play some good baseball but um, you know, we've kind of been counted out this whole time. And now that, now that we're in, we can kind of uh, control, control this, this destiny here and try to win some games and, and uh, get to the World Series. But I think we're looking forward to the challenge. So, Brandon, I mean, you've, you've been with this organization for a while now. To make it three straight years, I mean, is that a pretty significant step forward in terms of establishing yourself as a consistent contending team? Yes, I definitely think so. Um, I think, you know, when you coming into this year that we had a chance to make it three in a row and, and being the first time ever to do that and just being a part of it for the last three years is um, once you make it that first time, you see what winning's all about. You see the culture, you see um, the guys you have in the room and just what goes on into to being a winning team and a playoff team. And, um, and you know, we've, gotten experienced that a lot of us and and kind of taking that and I think using that experience in some of these games here late and I think that's been super important and 
um, it's been crazy. So um, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, I, I think everybody's looking forward to, to getting to LA. Woody, tell us the reaction on the final out in San Francisco. Um, of course, we were critiquing every pitch that uh, Rosenthal was throwing, but uh, and, the, and the umpire too. So <laughs> um, when the final out happened, everybody just went crazy, banging on lockers, and then the celebration started. So um, you know, it's it's even though we lost the game today, uh, it, that doesn't matter. We you know we're, we're in and. Um, and looking forward, you know, to the challenge. And but we had a, a pretty good celebration. I take it you didn't have much criticism over that last pitch being called a strike, though, right? Uh, no, not at all. We uh, we we enjoyed that that strike zone. <laughs> it's the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on the fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local One Thirteen. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. You know, there hasn't been a game that uh, the box score really doesn't matter uh, as much as this one, maybe, because uh, the Brewers are in the postseason. And as we go inside the box with Labor's International Union Local 113, well, that's the, that really is the number that counts. It's three consecutive years, three consecutive years for this organization to hit the postseason and uh, that is, uh, that's never been done before, and it's 50-year history. They finally get it done today. They do end up with a 2-under-500 mark, 29-31. and 31, But that is gone now. The regular, the 60-game truncated, shortened sprint of a season, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, it's done. And now off to L.A., a best of three in this first round. And, hey, who knows, man? You you don't know. You never know. So there's the pertinent number that counts going inside the box. All right, we'll wrap things up after the break here, and we'll check that scoreboard, which allowed the Brewers to get into the postseason. It's the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. Yeah, the beat goes on. Playoffs again for the Milwaukee Brewers organization. Congratulations. Welcome back. Final minute of the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Sam Schmitz, Tim Allen. Instead of the scoreboard, I, you, actually, the scoreboard just, we need to indicate two scores. The Brewers, we know they, yeah, they're in, right? But the yeah. reason they got in, how about Tampa and San Diego? Man, Tampa Bay, all sm- they're, they've been such a weird team this year. Like, they can win in so many different ways, and they have a lot of good pitchers between Snell and Glasnow, but they win against the Philadelphia Phillies today. They won 5 nothing was the final. The Phillies ace, Austin Nola, or I'm sorry, Aaron Nola, took Aaron, a yeah. <laughs> took the loss. He's now 5-5 five and five to finish the year. Uh, eight, Tampa Bay Rays starter Josh Fleming pitched six scoreless innings of baseball and four wow. hits, five strikeouts only given up. And then, as we know, the game that really mattered that we had to keep an eye on was the San Diego Padres and San Francisco Giants. I was nervous. And you were – okay, so if anybody wasn't listening before the show started, Tim – the Padres were only up by one run. And, Tim, it sounded like you were 
you know, talking as if the Giants were up by three. I mean, you were worried. Yeah, I know that. I, I was really worried about it because it was 5-1 Padres, and then I got all cocky, and I was like, yeah. man, the Brewers are going to hit the postseason again. I can't believe this. No, yeah, uh, San Francisco is fighting. I mean, Brandon Crawford hit a really clutch two-run home run to really cut the, cut the lead down for San Diego, but... Will Myers, he really thrived this year for the Padres. He hit his 15th home run this this uh, year on this game. And Mitch Moreland, Austin, or Will Myers, a bunch of other guys getting it done for San Diego. So shout out to them. They really <laughs> salvaged our season. Who who to go figure? Trent Grisham and Zach Davies the past couple of days salvaging the Brewers season. They did. They really did. So it's just weird things, weird season, crazy times. But the, the bottom line is they're in. Game one, Brewers and L.A. Dodgers again meet in the postseason. They did that in 2018. They were taken to game seven. Since then, they have been about toe-to-toe as well. If, and, and we'll break all this down. We'll uh, have some additional Brewers coverage uh, prior to the uh, game one of that uh, that playoff series. But we'll, we'll give you the track record. Since then, they've played that Dodger team pretty much toe-to-toe here. They really have. So we'll break down some of those numbers as we get a little bit closer. I know the Packers-Saints game about to kick off here. Enjoy that one. Uh, Tomorrow, I'm sure there's going to be Packers conversation, Milwaukee Brewers conversation. And I love what Craig Council said, that you you still have a chance to win the World Series. It's what the man said, and he's right, because you got to get in to have a chance, and they're certainly in. Uh, interesting to note that um, tomorrow morning, Bart Winkler is going to be challenged. Yeah, so check that out tomorrow. A big challenge to get some uh, Brewers conversation in. I'll, I'll leave you with this, too. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, the top-seeded team in the NBA, they bowed out early, didn't they? And that was unfortunate for sure because it was it was our Bucks. But how about the top-seeded L.A. Dodgers in the National League? Could that happen again in baseball? I think it could. If it happened to that team in another league, it can happen to this team in this league. So you guys uh, stay tuned. Uh, We'll let you know some times. Uh, They have yet to announce the times of the games. Uh, But we know the first game, game one of a three-game set, that's all you get in that first round, the best of three. Uh, is going to be on Wednesday, Game 2 on Thursday, and Game 3 on Friday. They're just 1, 2, 3 since they're in the same park, no travel. Uh, that's uh, that's what's going to happen this game. These games are going to be in L.A., is that correct? The first round is going to be at the uh, top, uh, the Better Seeds home park. Is that right? I think that's the way I understand it. Yep, and then all best of three. Okay, and and it is best of three. So we'll see what happens. My guess is either Woody goes on short rest, or Brent Suter starts that game. And uh, so that's that. The Brewers do fall in the final game uh, of the regular season. The 2020 championship season rolls on. The beat goes on for sure. Uh, For Sam Schmitz, my name is Tim Allen. You guys enjoy the Packer game. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. And as always, remember, smile Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.